Okay, so uh, one of the things I wanted to get into related to the coaching practice is that uh, okay, lost my train of thought for a second. Uh, lately, I've had this thing where I'm like, we tell our children uh, to be polite. We tell our children to try their best. We tell our children to be honest. Uh, I mean, we try to get them ready for the world, but I feel like there are all of these uh, principles or uh, virtues or, you know, a common sense level of, you know, how to treat each other and how to behave as a person, right? Taking accountability, being responsible for your words, for your actions, um, being selfless when it's appropriate, being selfish when it's appropriate, you know, working towards that balance as a person. And uh, sometimes I wonder... You know, for adults, not necessarily who does that, but uh, feeling supported, uh, feeling like someone honestly is in your corner and honestly has your best interest at heart. Uh, I think that is something that is part of why, you know, I got into that specific field uh, eventually. Um, because I feel that it's important, right, for us to encourage the the younger people coming after us, the next generation, in a certain way. But I also feel that, you know, the, what I call global teachings, you know, the old ways that are passed down, where you go from country to country, to culture to culture, from religion to uh, ethnicity and there are these similar you know sayings or uh, beliefs uh, that are shared across humanity uh, words that are shared across languages because you know we have evidence in most cultures that there's laughter or crying or yelling Right? Anger, sadness, despair, uh, joy, relief, guilt, ecstasy. I mean, there are, you know, the, the gambit, gambit of uh, human emotions, that sort of thing. So, feeling like you can honestly communicate, you know, who you are, your journey, uh, where you want to go. It's, I think that it's important that each person really feel like, you know, even if it's not every day, even if it's not all the time, you know, even if it's an occasional thing that they're able to find that type of support. And that's something that, uh, in my practice, I, try to provide uh, it's also something in my personal life my family my friends uh, colleagues clients I across the board try to be an encouraging supporting 
person. Uh, some of that is the belief that, you know, uh, the things, the life skills, the survival skills, the how to read people, how to read situations, how to handle things, you know, it can be used for good or ill or positive or negative. And, you know, I personally want to influence everyone to be the best version of themselves. And, you know, I truly want to ask, what is so wrong with that? What is so wrong with encouraging not just small children, but adults, you know, full grown adults to be the best version of themselves? Uh, in a way, uh, if now I'm going to segue into why I got, you know, involved in the field. Um, I believe I was an adolescent, you know, on the mid side, we'll say, to the early side when, um, you know, I went from not just being a hall monitor, you know, or a uh, peer mediator, you know, or any sort of thing related to, like, official community that adults knew about or, uh, you know, something sanctioned by the city or the school system specifically. But just personally, I, you know became this go-to person or this it-just-so-happened person that I was in the right place at the right time for things like uh, someone wanting to take their own life, someone, you know, having to have made a hard decision and needing someone to talk to about it, someone who's escaped violence, you know, uh, someone who... Uh, just had, you know, a violent situation or a sexually threatened situation happen to them. I mean, these are my peers or, you know, usually people I've barely know or people that I just met. And in this moment that I'm meeting them, they're dealing with a crisis or they see something in me that says, okay, I can talk to this person. And, you know, I would just deal with it. And it got to a chronic point in my, you know, early 20s where I said to myself, I need some sort of training. I need some sort of guidelines because I'm concerned that one of these people that's popping up like a daisy, uh, you know, that I might say the wrong thing and they really do go, you know, do something. And it's because I didn't have any sort of training. And at the time I was concerned about how I feel about economic trends and how much school costs and, you know, that sort of thing versus, okay, is there something I can do that doesn't cost, you know, 50 grand a year to however much um, that's going to take me five years, you know, to complete? Or is there something that, you know, I can take a few weeks and months and like a fast track. And so instead of going into psychology, I mean, I researched it. It's something that, you know, I still study, but, uh, I realized that it, the parameters I would have to stay within or even want to stay within were not feasible for that. Uh, you know, based on who I am as a person and how I want to 
function in this existence. I didn't feel that I would do well with that structure. Oh my gosh. So, uh, I went into, you know, coaching. Uh, I think I was already, you know, into martial arts and yoga and, uh, or exploring those things and it, you know, came along kind of with the territory. So, um, when I say that, you know, I've been, you know, doing this or a version of this for 15 years and I'm only, you know, in my mid thirties, that's why, because I was an adolescent when, you know, events were happening and you know you find yourself in a situation where you are encouraging the person to go to adults or usually it's something that's already happened and you're still encouraging them to go to an an adult but they're not an immediate danger and you know they still need someone to talk to about it and you know eventually you help them get to the point where they see okay I can most likely talk to my parents or my older brother or my cousin Bob or my uncle, you know, Jim or my, you know, mom's best friend, whatever it takes, right? Um, so I feel that for adults, you know, sometimes uh, I get that not every person, you know, grows up where they hear gunshots, you know. Um, but I feel that every person goes through tough life situations, um, circumstances, loss, grief, despair, confusion, uh, sometimes self-questioning. And, you know, there are times when I am honest and say, I think you should see this type of specialist, which is usually code for this type of psychologist or this type of psychiatrist, um, or, you know, we really need to get your PCP or general, you know, practitioner involved, uh, that sort of thing. So I'm definitely not opposed to, and I'm definitely an, you know, encouragement of a holistic or a total life, you know, wellness plan that each person should have for themselves and encourage anyone that they feel they're very close to, to also adopt. Um, so yeah, who better than someone like a coach? I mean, I don't necessarily like that word. I think of myself as more as a life consultant, maybe. Um, but you know, this is someone who has studied the game, um, has experience in the game and, uh, is well-rounded enough to make sure that you've got the right fundamentals, whatever fundamentals you have that are bad, they help you restructure them. And, uh, then from there, help you, you know, whether it's setting goals, whether, uh, it's the strategy of the upcoming game, um, or even helping you through something that's happening in the now. Um, you know, any of those things, if I can be of service, then, you know, that's what I excel at. That's my, 
passion, if it were, as far as, you know, service that I can provide to, you know, other hominids. So, yes, um, I feel that, again, you may not be dealing with active shooting in your neighborhood, right? But maybe, you know, you're getting ready to start a business or your business is in the shit or you lost your business. Uh, you're, you know, about to have a child, not sure if you should have one. You could be starting a family. You could be going through a divorce. Uh, your life happens and at times chaos erupts around us. And uh, whether you are a religious person or a non-religious person, spiritual person, a naturalist, um, whatever your bent, I've uh, most likely come across it before. Um, like to study encyclopedias and dictionaries, you know, as a personal hobby since childhood. Uh, so I'm generally well-rounded as far as education. And we have this thing called the internet, if I don't know about it, at a minimum. So, um, yeah, my basic tenets are uh, feeling like a... Every person who's reached adulthood, uh, in general, across the board, we each have some area where maybe our basic life skills either were missed or neglected, overly encouraged, you know, you name it. There are, you know, many different nuance categories we could go to, and, uh, Part of, you know, the service I provide, you know, depending on the individual's need is filling in those gaps. Or if you're way, you know, overly balanced in one area, helping you to, you know, restructure a bit. Uh, you know, it's not just handling chaos. Sometimes you're just like, you know what? I don't really fucking know what I want to do with my life right now. And, uh, I wonder, you know, what I should do. Who can I talk to about that? That's another thing that, you know, life skills coaches and consultants are, uh, adept at. Um... Um, lost my train of thought again. I haven't eaten today, and it's about 1 a.m. Uh, okay, I ate this morning, late afternoon, but then I'll go chuck some more kefir, you know, a staple. Um, I, uh, I think it was the second year of the recession when I ended up you know, finally going in, getting my first round of training, or I guess maybe you could technically technically call it second or third. And um, I just remember at the time how many people were 
becoming homeless or having to move in, you know, with relatives, strangers, um, how many people were losing their jobs, being forced into early retirement, how many, you know, couples and relationship issues popping off from that shit. And it was just a time when I ended up saying to myself, you know, I'm going to be prepared to not charge people money, but to work on some sort of barter, like a nonprofit um, system. Because a lot of people, you know, they don't have money right now and they need assistance. And, you know, I knew that therapists were uh, going into the sliding scale thing. You know, I used a couple around that time. But I felt like, you know, sometimes when someone doesn't have money and they don't have a place to live and they don't have a job and they are trying to hold it together, that encouraging them to use knowledge or skill that they already have, you know, that isn't affected by any of those things. It helps to build upon a sense of self-value, self-worth, you know, it's one thing to just tell someone, oh, hang in there, and, you know, uh, just all the encouraging things you can say to someone, but allowing someone to take action for themselves, to move themselves forward when they are feeling stuck, or they're feeling trodden upon, or in shell-shocked, you know, post- chaos mode, you know, I find that that can be very healing for people where they don't feel like they're just getting a handout or charity um, because most people, they want to work. Most people, they want to take care of their families, take care of themselves. They want to feel like they're a healthy member of their community who contributes um, they want to be able to laugh, they want to be able to play, uh, just like they want to be able to, you know, uh, eat food every day and have a safe place to poop. And, um, in that vein, you know, I'll just, you know, sum this little thing up with, uh, whether it's for profit or non-profit, you know, I take each person's journey seriously and the fact that I am you know in this part of their life our paths are crossing and what my role is and within my role I realize embrace support and try to reciprocate you know the principle that the teacher is always the student and the student is always the teacher it's always a reciprocal back and forth relationship you're never just a teacher because if you're really doing a good job as a teacher or as a leader then in some ways you are learning you know uh, a type of following or you're learning from your student you're learning from the people that are supporting you and um, in your leadership position as it were so I definitely um, have respect for whether someone is paying me, you know, money uh, or whether someone is, you know, performing a community service in place of that in order to, you know, seek 
wellness services, which is uh, what I I try to provide. So, uh, you know, not a psychologist or a psychiatrist of any, you know, sort, but I do have, you know, over a decade and a half of experience um, overall. And I do believe in, you know, a holistic approach, meaning the mind, uh, the body, the emotional body, um, that that's all taken into account in the person's, you know, life. And, you know, you're going to address family, you're going to address personal, and you're going to address, uh, work life or, you know, if someone's retired, the equivalent of, you know, what they do every day that helps them feel like they have a certain type of purpose. And that's the other thing. Um, if you are looking for your purpose, uh, I usually, you know, can see in people that they already know what it is. There's just, uh, a reason that they haven't allowed themselves to, see it, you know, or have that aha moment, or sometimes there's just years and years of what I like to call, uh, baggage for, I mean, that's not the word I actually want to use in the text, but, you know, that whole, just layers and layers and layers of anxiety, tragedy, uh, life, stress in the way. And the other thing, uh, service, I like to call it dragon slaying or rather demon slaying, not the, you know, hell and, uh, brimstone type demon, but meaning we all have our scars. We all have our trauma. We all have, you know, either what we didn't get in childhood or what we haven't yet found in adulthood. Uh, and it's heavy sometimes and, Sometimes it's so heavy that it's crippling. Sometimes the scar seems like a constantly open wound to you. And, you know, one of my things is, okay, sometimes there's nothing wrong with a little support to help you face your fear or help you work through the obstacle that's really been holding you back or making you feel stuck. You know, usually there is something going on. There is something there that needs to be talked about or needs to be excised, needs to be, uh, I use the terms worked around, you know, either if you have to go under it, over it, through it, uh, set it on fire, chop it down, you know, stab it in the chest with a broadsword, whatever you need to do to that, that thing that's holding you back, you know, that's another part of the service that I offer is, or within my practice, I try to, you know, go towards that. Because carrying around a bunch of your past that you don't need to be carrying around, you know, I believe uh, puts a certain weight on your present and can actually hinder you from rising, you know, or pushing through to where you really want to be in your future. So um, part of the name uh true self is because it's very important to me for each person you know if I had my way on the planet you know to really be able to that person you were as a child that you the the thing that made you you if you've had to cover it up or shove it in a box or dress it up in some 
outfit that you think is deplorably hideous, you know, I believe that you have the the right as a sentient being and as a, a person who has dominion over yourself to decide that you don't want to be carrying that shit and lugging it around all the motherfucking time throughout your whole motherfucking life. No, but who, who's doing that? You may decide, not me, and I want to do something about it. And that's that's something that I I excel at as a person. And I don't know what other people spend their time, you know, making sure they're, if not at the master level, they're definitely way past apprenticeship. That's one of my things. I demon slayer, dragon slayer, baggage, you know, handler, and clutter clearer is can we say that the clutter in your mind the clutter in your heart the you know it it can manifest itself that's one of the terms uh there's documented in western you know what i call that type of physical medicine where yeah being stressed out for years without a break what it does to your endocrine system what does to your immune system i can just go on and on about the studies of you know people who are healthy and happy and they're happy because like I said they're getting to to get up and do what they need to do to survive every day and they don't literally have this mental burden that they've placed on themselves uh sometimes that's what it all comes down to it's not a oh I lost my job it's not my you know husband you know left me for an older woman it's it's not any of that sort of life tragedy sometimes you wake up it could be as a young adult it can be as an older adult and you just feel world weary and beat up right because once you leave home if you weren't already feeling world weary and beat up at home you you can get that way and you know uh sometimes if traditional talk therapy hasn't worked for someone or in conjunction with talk therapy I believe my approach of you know let's let's see what your demons are what skeletons you have in your closet whatever it is that needs to happen right the action that needs to take place usually uh let's trace it backwards and uh, another skill set that I take from the physical world and have implemented it into the uh what we'll call world of intention is unraveling things I've always been good whether it's a ball of yarn whether it's a chain that's become in a big giant knot whether it's uh, a ball of rubber bands uh I've always been that person who is able to methodically, usually, actually very quickly, once I've assessed the situation, unravel it, you know, organize it, help clear, you know, what's going on so we can get to the point and take the action that needs to be taken. Uh, you know, and some of that is having to trace back. I've I've worked with clients where I've, you know, had a person in their 40s where I've had to trace back to an event to where they were seven or eight years old that is 
such a major part of who they've become as a person. And then they get to ask themselves, what do I want to do from now? For now on, you know, how do I want to be as a person going forward? Um, it's not my job to decide that for them. It's not my job to tell you what to do or tell a client specifically what to do most of the time. But there's plenty of times when I'm going to be like, oh, uh, you, you, you're going to do what? Yeah, you'll hear it where I'll just be like, oh, what? <laughs> you're going to, no, that's not derision. That's not, but, uh, yeah, you're your coach sees you, uh, for example, I'm going to go into basketball, um, making horrible free throw shots. Are they just going to let you go throughout the season making horrible free throw shots? Or are they going to be like, uh, you, uh, yes, number seven, because it's my favorite number. Christian, yeah, uh, we need to go over free throws. Mm-hmm. It's They're not saying you're the worst effing free throw shooter on the entire planet. You suck at life. Their job is to go over that fundamental skill with you. Their job is to get you ready so that you can, once the game actually starts, once you're back out on the court uh, in an actual situation have an idea of what to do. Now, whether you do it or not, that's up to you. And that's, uh, that's what I try to embody in, in my practice is, uh, I generally don't work with people for more than six months at a time. Some people, uh, after the initial three sessions, they may only need three more just working through, you know, the first three session, you know, uh, step system, they only need a handful more because they've gotten so much of just going through the process to fully become, you know, a client that I'll work with. And other times, you know, they may need six months. But by then, again, it's not ongoing therapy per se. My job is usually, uh, as I described, there's a big life event going on. Uh, you feel like your life is in a shambles and you just want to talk to somebody for a month to kind of give you some pointers of what you might want to do. Um, you may feel like uh, there's a career goal or a career obstacle or a goal with your health or something you know going on emotionally that you really want to try to address and work through and traditional talk therapy wasn't working for you. Um, but usually, again, my goal is to help you build whatever skills you, you didn't have before you walked in the door or that you may have been unsure about or you may have been unaware that you already had because you didn't know it was called that. It happens all the time. Uh, you know, sometimes it's what we don't realize we already know. And, again, one of my best things uh, is, you know, Sometimes it's not about being a leader. Sometimes it's about being a guide. And sometimes it's, I'm already familiar with this area and this territory. Or especially since, you know, I talked to you for 
uh, three to three and a half hours already, right? Those first three sessions I brought up, I already have a vague idea of what's going on or, you know, the tippy toe of the iceberg of who you are as a person. And now I can, you know, use the question leading, you know, feeling your energy, reading you as a person, or uh, even what's going on, you know, with your vocal energy, and helping you, based on who you are as a person, again, work through your mind uh, to unsnag it, or, you know, clear out some cobwebs, or to put some new thought patterns in there, put some new thought practices processes sometimes there may just be a bad habit that you really want to work on breaking and sometimes figuring out where it came from is beneficial or you already know how where it came from but uh you want to try a different method of trying to work through it so um again i'm not going to say the sky's the limit but i am going to say that whatever's happening in your life uh Chances are, you know, if you've made it to me, uh, if you've been referred or stumbled across my site or uh, stumbled across, you know, the sound of my voice from uh, the media work that I do, you know, online and radio or seen one of my podcast videos, then you know, there may have been something that said, she also has a coaching practice. Hmm. I wonder what that's about. And now you're to the point where you're ready. And that's another chunk of what I like to do. Those first three sessions, uh, are for me to determine whether or not you, you're ready for what you think you are. In, in in my way of reading someone as a client um, some people say oh I want to change my life and they don't really actually want to change their life they're not in that place or the way that I would be able to help them facilitate the life change that they're looking for I can already tell oh it's not me Mm-mm, nope this person is not somebody I'm supposed to work with and that's okay but most of the time again when people find their way to me it could be in the the pharmacy half the time where you know or outside you know in a well-lit parking lot during the day as I'm on my way to you know the car where sometimes people they don't have some weird ulterior motive sometimes they see my Gryffindor hoodie and go Gryffindor or you know Slytherin this is a Harry Potter reference uh and the next thing you know we've been talking for 25 minutes and it's just they within five minutes one thing led to another and there's you know something going on in their life and they feel that they can talk to me about it and they may not become a client but hey for that 25 minutes I've connected with this person and we're having a dialogue we're experiencing humanity and it's a wonderful thing but sometimes it's the step after that sometimes I get the feeling you know where 
think I can work with this person. Or I think there's a lesson that they're supposed to learn from me and therefore one I'm supposed to learn from them. And let's get to it. Uh, the last thing I'll say is sometimes when chaos erupts, it's go time. Sometimes you do need to act like, oh shit, there's shooting or oh shit, there's bombs or oh shit, I think that was a, uh, you know, tremor in the building. And you need to spring into action and you need to get get it the fuck together now it's survival time and that's another thing that uh i excel at uh and that i feel that in traditional therapy sometimes you know it's it's not done that way sometimes they almost never say oh well don't do that fuck that (laughs) uh so Part of my approaches being this word that we say that I don't like saying too often, but real. Or as I like to say, real deal Holyfield. It's, you know, not necessarily being a woman of mostly African descent uh, from the southern area of the United States near the Mason-Dixon line. It's not... uh, being a member of the Rainbow Coalition. It's not being uh, a non-religious person. It is just, it's not coming from a, you know, poor family that lived in the hood while I was (laughs) growing up in part. It just, it was just this thing. Um, If you come from where I come from, then you know. And it's helpful to people where sometimes, you know, they've been bullied or taken advantage of and no one's fought for them. You know, no one has paused whatever the fuck is going on and said, you're not going to treat her, him or anybody else here this way. And it's because I said so. Uh, No, you know, sometimes bullies need to be challenged or they need to, you know, know that you're not just going to take it. And sometimes in life, you know, shit gets real. And you either need to be selfless or you need to be selfish. And uh, you can't prepare for that type of chaos in most ways outside of having already been through trauma, already having been through tragedy, already having been through, you know, uh, their shooting. all made you look uh so yeah that's that's another thing I like to get into is you know let's talk about your fears let's talk about the worst case scenario let's you know talk about the worst right because uh we also want to talk about the best case scenario we want to talk about winning but sometimes the best thing you can do for another human being is raise your hand and say uh I have a question about that plan, about that theory, uh, about that thought process that you're in the middle of. I hate to interrupt, but I just made a note here five minutes ago, and it doesn't match with what you're saying right now. Shall we review? And that's because sometimes... We are so used to our internal dialogue about how we think and how we feel and how we behave 
that it's very good to uh, go through with someone who's really questioning how you're, you know, using your purpose and your intention on a daily basis. I'm going to stop now.